the Hall of Mirrors, and the Palace of Versailles, Versailles, France. Roughly 20 miles away from Paris, the capital of the Fourth French Republic. Johann Bells of Germany is about to is about to change Germany and, in a sense, Europe and, and the rest of the world's history. He picks up his ink pen and signs the papers. These papers, of course, is the Treaty of Versailles. But you are probably wondering, what is the day? It is the 28th of June, 1919, five years to the day of Archduke Franz Ferdinand's assassination, thus starting the... What, at the time, people thought would be the bloodiest war in history. That was Stars and Stripes Forever by John Philip Sousa. First, we will talk about Germany's reparations. Germany had to pay, the German Empire turned republic had to pay 132 billion gold marks, or at the time, in 1919, 33 billion US dollars. In 2022, this is 270 billion US dollars. In Germany's modern currency, instead of the Deutsche Mark, they use the Euro. And in modern European currency, it is 278,495,550 euros. This, even in the modern day, is an impossible amount to pay. And when they stopped paying, pay when they stopped doing payments in, not in the Nazi regime. They would finally complete their last payment, divided and united, in 2010, which marked a whopping 92 years. Next up, we will talk about their territorial losses. For starters, they lost roughly 13% of their territory. The Entente powers, or the Allied powers, gave Poland access to the Baltic Sea and cutting Germany from Prussia and Konigsberg and modern-day Kaliningrad. They gave, they gave France the region of Alsace-Lorraine, which had been taken from a re newly unified Germany in the Franco-Prussian War from 1870 to 1871. They'd also have to give their African colonies to the defeat to the victorious powers Britain and France. Their island colonies and their small holding in China would be ceded to either Japan or the Allies, or Japan, who was a part of the Allies, or other Allies. And now for their military. And now for their military terms. For the German disarmament, the Germans had to demilitarize the Rhineland, which was a large amount of territory along the River Rhine. In 1914, Germany had about 1.9 million soldiers, but the Treaty of Versailles made it clear that it could only have 100,000 active troops. Their navy was small, including just six battleships, six light cruisers, 12 destroyers, and 12 torpedo boats, and also completely eliminating the submarine fleet, which had terrorized the United Kingdom's supply line 
over the duration of the war. The Luftwaffe, known as the Air Force, had been completely cut down except for a hundred seaplanes and only a hundred for the use of mine sweeping operations. Zeppelins, which are also included into the uses of the Kreuzmarine, or the Navy, the Luftwaffe, and Wehrmacht, or Air Force and Army, were also restricted because they were mainly used for bombing throughout the UK. And the war guilt was placed on Germany and not the dissolved Austro-Hungarian Empire. The monarchy was dissolved in the new German Republic, set in the city of Weimar because the chaos in Berlin and Konigsberg was just too chaotic. The new Weimar Republic would face hyperinflation and rebellions across Germany, including one Nazi rebellion and a march on Munich in 1923. And the first Chancellor of the Weimar Republic was Car Conrad Adenauer. And now for our history joke of the episode. How was the Roman Empire cut in half? With a pair of Caesars. Alrighty. In conclusion, a war with 20 to 40 million dead would have terrible consequences for the main aggressor, the German Empire turned Republic. Next up, we have a surprise because I'm not gonna disclose what I have next to keep y'all on the edge. That's all for this week. See you next time. This is History Simplified. Episode Season 1, Episode 6, World War 1, Part 3, Treaty of Versailles and its effects on Germany.